0: See Here's the pass. Oh, what a
1: catch! Leaping into the air and
0: pulling it down is T. Higgins. <laughs> Burrell, facing pressure, goes over the top, wide open is Chase, and he splits the defenders for the touchdown! Good day, Bengal fans. He is Mon. I am Jake. This is the Bengals Pulse, the heartbeat of our victorious Cincinnati Bengals, Mon. We finally can say that. Oh, God. It feels like it's been forever. Uh, But, man, oh, man, what a big win tonight by our Cincinnati Bengals, a game that I talked about last week. This is a must-win game, Mon. This was a must-win game for this football team. Uh, cannot lose back-to-back home games, uh, you know, Ring of Honor, the wideout, everything going on. The Bengals just – they willed their way to a victory. The defense willed their way to a victory. Mom, we're going to talk all about the game. What, were your, what are your initial
1: reactions from this football game, Mom? Well, I agree with you. It was definitely a must-must-win. I saw a stat earlier this week, I guess, uh, teams that go 0 3. Only six have made the playoffs since the 70s. I forget what date. It's it's a, a unbelievable hurdle. So we're not 0 3. Getting that win is huge, especially with the Colts helping us with the Ravens this week. We're only one game back from, you know, in our division. It was an uneven game. It was an ugly game tonight. I'm, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm glad we won. The defense really stepped up. They did give up some big plays early. You can tell the offense is struggling with Joe's uh, nagging injury, a little unevenness there. Some really bad body language in the first half. A lot of the guys getting frustrated, you can tell, and uh, hopefully uh, the coaching staff gets that worked out. This win's going to help with that, obviously, but you can tell the offense has some work to do. I'll take the win. I'm happy with the win, and uh, buddy, I tell you what, Trey Hendrickson really I think he's worth every daggone penny we pay him. <laughs> Absolutely. Him and Logan Wilson, right? Every every penny.
0: I'm going to say this before we go over the stats and stuff. Aaron Donald is a generational – he is – he is – he is one of the best defensive players I have watched in 40 years of watching football. He is unbelievable. I mean – And you know I don't like giving credit to other players in this league. But, Jesus, that dude is unreal. He is unblockable. He is the best defensive player in football, Mon. And for the Bengals to limit this Rams team to only two sacks tonight when they absolutely manhandled us in the Super Bowl uh, speaks volumes, I think, about how far this offensive line has come since then. But good God, Mon, Aaron Donald is just unreal. Unreal.
1: Jesus. Yeah, he's he's uh, definitely generational. Him and Miles Garrett are easily the two best defenders in football right now. Uh he only was credited for one with one sack, but uh he changed so many plays. Uh you know, he caused some of those false starts. The offensive line did adjust, they played well. You know, Volson was getting a lot, catching a lot of heck on Twitter about his play. I get it; he struggled, but you know, Aaron Aaron Donald makes a lot of people struggle, and <laughs> you can say the same thing. You know, we were critical of Jonah Williams, of course. Miles Garrett makes a lot of tackles look bad, but uh, Volson's still a young player. It's his what twentieth game as a pro, twenty second game. He's going to get better, but going up against Aaron Donald will make him better. But the offensive line has been very pleasant and they're playing really well and they're going to have to continue doing that, especially with Joe's nagging injury.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Well,
1: let's look at at some of these stats.
0: The Bengals' defense, let's start with that, man. Six sacks, two interceptions. The first time since 2019, Mon, that a Bengals' defense has had five or more sacks and two interceptions in a game. This defense was just unreal. The pressure was coming from everywhere. B.J. Hill got a sack. Sam Hubbard got a sack. Trey got two. Dax got one. Uh, The pressure and what Lou drew up, especially after uh, the Rams tackle uh, left the football game, it was (laughs) – I can't believe they never tried to double Trey with anybody. Chip them, nothing. I mean, it was just – They were leaving that guy out on an island and he was just getting absolutely destroyed. They could have called holding against him on every play. But this Bengals defense, Mon, holds this Rams offense to under 300 total yards, 292 yards total for a Rams offense, Mon, that has looked really good the first two weeks of this season. Uh, Again, this is not some pushover Rams team like last year. This is a very good Rams football team, a team that beat the Seahawks, and a team that hung with the Niners and, and was a play or two away from, from winning that football game. Uh, Matthew Stafford, again, with two interceptions. Uh, again, just very impressive play by this Bengals defense. He throws a touchdown at the very end of the game. Uh, had a little broken coverage there. But um, this Bengals defense, again, Mom, let's talk about how well they played tonight. They were all over the all over the field. I mean, we saw the old Mike Hilton tonight. He was coming downhill, smacking people. Uh, Dax Hill is quickly Mon becoming a very good defender on the back end of this defense. Uh, I'm not sure if we're ready to forget about Jesse yet, but Dax Hill has played really well these first three
1: games, Mon. Dax was very surprising. Had a uh... I think back-to-back solid plays in the first half on a drive. That one sack with, uh, from Stafford was nice. He had a good pass defend. The whole defense was really consistent with the pressure. You're right on Trey Hendrickson. I think he could have had almost three sacks in a row. Uh, one was called back due to a penalty. He had another one later in the game called back due to a penalty. Uh, there was an obvious couple holds that weren't called, but I think those refs just felt sorry for those tackles. It was it was really really bad let's go back to the Rams real quick everybody just wants to look back at their you know season last year they had a really poor record that it's a Super Bowl hangover they went into like you just mentioned they went into Seattle week one into Seattle and beat them beat them handily I think it was 30 to 10 30 to 13 that's an impressive win they played San Francisco last week some consider the best team in football they had them on the ropes they only lost by seven they had the lead majority of that game. They're a good football team, and, and we we dominated them tonight. I do want to see a little bit more from our offense. We'll talk about the offense in a second, but the defense was great—just good, consistent pressure. They could have had another three sacks very easily. Good to see Logan Wilson out there. Somebody that didn't really play a lot of snaps, but when he did, he just flashes. He just looks the part out there. DJ Turner from Michigan, that cornerback—he nice. doesn't look out of out of place. He looks confident. He's going to be a good NFL football player. Let's keep him healthy.
0: I agree. Dax Hill, we, we talked about him on just real quick. Dax Hill was the leading tackler tonight. Eight tackles, seven solo tackles, a sack, two tackles for loss. Sam Hubbard uh, and Cam Taylor-Britt tied for second, each with six tackles. Of course, Sam had the big sack as well. Uh Logan Wilson, I mean, what can you say about the guy? Mon do you know do you know that he uh he leads all NFL linebackers? Uh, I think, I think they said over the last three years with interceptions. Okay. Nine, and he's nine. nine. He's got nine total interceptions, three more interceptions than any linebacker in the NFL. He is just a ball hawk. I mean, yeah. he is like he is like having a, another safety on the field, just in a bigger body in, in the in the body of a linebacker. We've, I have I have praised Logan forever. I think he's one of the best linebackers in football, and once again, he showed it tonight.
1: Yeah, he was phenomenal. Uh, I mean, I heard when I heard uh, the announcer Chris Fowler say that, I'm like, wow. I know he's had a lot of interceptions, yeah. Jake. I want to talk about one play by our defense that I think is underappreciated. It happened early in the game. I think without that play, we could have another L tonight. After their wide receiver stepped out at the three, um, the Bengals' defense stiffened, and DJ Reader came up with a huge sack. Huge. That uh, six, seven-yard loss, that really put them in a bind, and they settled for a field goal. Huge play by our best defensive player, And I will say that I think DJ Reader is the quarterback of our defense. He is that important. That sack really, I think, set the tone for the rest of the game.
0: Well, I agree with you 100%. And we've seen, uh, again, this was very reminiscent of this defense the last two years, the defense that led us to two AFC championships. Tonight looked like the old defense, right? It, it, It looked like. It looked like that bend but don't break. You know, they gave up some big plays there in the first half, but they 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 didn't give up. I mean, Monica could have easily been 14-3, to three. and uh, this Bengals defense held tight. Like you said, DJ Reader makes a big play uh, down there in, in, in the red zone, and uh, both teams really struggle to score, but these are two very good defenses on the field. Uh, led by those front sevens from both teams again I, I let's look at this offense because we, we kind of heard throughout the week Jamar Chase wanting more touches mom well he got him he was three away from the Monday night football record uh, he ends up with 12 receptions 141 yards no touchdowns mom but finally that that big play right that that Chunk play, that 20-plus, 20 25-plus yard play, 43-yard reception for him. Uh, Tyler Boyd has a five for 39, obviously involved in Joe Burrow's only turnover of the game, and really a tough – you hate to call those interceptions. You hate to see Joe Burrow get that on his stat line because that that ball was in Tyler Boyd's hands. That play's got to be made. Uh, T. Higgins struggled a little bit tonight. Mom, we, we saw two drops on on third down – that uh, both of them were, would have been first downs. Uh, they were they were drive killers. Uh, drops, just very uh, unordinary of our guy T Higgins, and and um, hopefully everything good's there. Uh, I want to talk about Mitchell Wilcox, Mon. You know, uh, again he has he has a big grab in the first half, and then obviously recovering the onside kick. Mitchell Wilcox played well tonight, and of course my guy. Hudson, two receptions for 30 yards. I'm very, very happy that Tanner Hudson is now on the 53, and hopefully he is in. The, he is going to be uh, on that active roster here for the rest of the season because I think he can really help us at the tight end position. Mom, what do you think about the Bengals offense? Talk about Joe Mixon a little bit. How he ran the football tonight?
1: Yeah, I, uh, it was a. Uh... Joe Mixon was amazing. Uh, You know, just following up on some of the things you said, a lot of uncharacteristic things happened tonight. The the T Higgins drops uh, that's not going to happen very often, but they would have been first downs early in the game. Jake, we had uh, I think three, maybe four offside false starts, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know we were third and one, second and Mm -hmm. two, and next thing you know, it's third and six or third and eleven. You know, manageable plays. All of a sudden, it changed some things, forced us to punt. Yeah. Um, You know, the offense started off sluggish, similar to last week, but then they played a lot better in the second half. You can still see that they're trying to figure things out, and they will. Again, we sort of touched base on the offensive line a little bit. Joe Mixon has really been the star of this offense the first three weeks. He has really, really played well, 65 yards rushing. The one thing that frustrates me about the Bengals, and I'm not trying to be negative, you have a quarterback that is working through a leg issue. In the first half, you have 33 pass attempts to seven rush attempts in the first half. They ran more in the second half. Things picked up in the second half, obviously. We scored more points, We a little bit more control on offense. We have to do a better job of, of trying to balance things out a little bit. The Bengals are never going to be 20-20 or 50-50 rush pass. No. But 33 pass attempts, especially when you have a limited quarterback, the seven rush attempts, I just scratch my head. I I can't figure that out. But, hey, I'm just a fireman in Florida. I'm not a football coach. But still, it's, it's frustrating. I'm glad we got the win. We have got to get better on offense. And I'm not worried about T. T's catching a lot of hell on Twitter. I don't think it's fair. He had some drops. Oh, I don't think Like it happens and he's going to be okay.
0: Listen, I mean, he looked like the old T last week. You know, yeah. we can't we can't we can't jump off the T Higgins bandwagon cuz he has a a rough game. It's going to yeah. happen.
1: And that defensive but, back made a hell of a play. Yeah, Boyd should have caught it, but that was a hell of a defensive play. Sometimes you got to tip your cap, you know, the, the guy had a yeah. made a made a hell of a defensive play.
0: And the offensive pass interference, we left that out on T. Higgins as well. That was a huge play. Yes. No, uh, going from, yeah, going from you know having the ball on the three-yard line. By the way, Mon, the Bengals were only in the red zone once tonight, uh, and that ended up as a touchdown. I think more so than anything right now, this offense needs to figure things out in the red zone, how to get down there. Um, again, stalling out before you get inside the 20 – is is just it's a killer. It's a momentum killer for this football team. Uh, in saying that, our guy Money Mac, uh, he did miss he did miss a uh, a long field goal there in the first half. I think that one was about fifty six yards. The one he missed, uh, he did make a fifty four yarder. He was four or five. Obviously, again, uh, he wins us that football game, uh, no doubt about it. And uh, again, like you said, Mon. I think this Bengals football team, uh, if they get rolling on offense, man, oh man, you just, you you just, it's so close. It's so close. Uh, But uh, again, our quarterback right now is you can tell Mon. he's not, he's not the same back there, but he is better than what we have behind him and, and, I think they talked about it before the game tonight. You know, the Bengals said Joe Burrow at 80% is still better than three-quarters of the quarterbacks in the NFL, and that is a true statement.
1: I agree. I agree. The Bengals are very conservative. Jake, a stat that I really love about tonight's game is time of possession. Cincinnati Bengals with 36 minutes. 36 minutes time of possession compared to the Rams 24. That's what helps your defense out. The defense... We have played, well, not counting tonight's game, we played two NFL football games. But if you go by the snap count from the Browns and Ravens game, it's almost the equivalent of playing three football games, how many plays the defense was on the field. Of course, they could have made some plays to get off the field, but the offense was trying to figure things out too. They played a lot of snaps these last two weeks. It's good for them to get a little bit of a break.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And Joe Burrow, like you said – I just want to really quickly jump on that. Threw the ball forty nine times tonight. <laughs> Again, I, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure. That's a. That's what we want our quarterback doing right now. Although Joe Mixon did have nineteen carries tonight, but um, I'm not sure dropping back forty nine times. Well, really fifty one times because he got sacked twice. So dropping back fifty one times, Mon, not ideal for a quarterback right now that is on one leg. But, uh, man, oh, man, gutsy performance by Joe Burrow. That's why he is who he is and why he's one of the best in this league. Uh, to go out there on one leg, gut through it. He knew this team had to win this football game, Mon. And, um, you know, I there was no doubt in my mind ever, ever, Mon, that he was
1: not playing in this football game tonight. I had my doubts. Uh, you know, some reputable people on on Twitter that people that I've been following for years were giving out some uh, snippets. But I'm glad he did play. I am so glad. I'm glad he didn't re aggravate it. I like what he said after the game. It's going to get better every week. Jake, we got to go one one game at a time, like I said last week. One game at a time. One game. At a, let's get to that bye week because you know what? I think Joe Burrow could be up to 85%, 90 percent after the bye week. I think he's 75 now, and I agree with the statement earlier in the program when they said he's 75% is better than a lot of the quarterbacks that play in the NFL. Call me a homer. I th- that's a true statement. Um, really, a uh, couple of things I just want to harp on. Again, the offensive line did an amazing job pass blocking. Yes. And uh, I tell you what, that defense, Lou um, they they stepped up tonight in that pass rush. I love seeing it. I think second, third highest paid defensive line in football. They earned every penny of it tonight.
0: Well, we look ahead, Mon, and you have the Titans this week, a team that just looked absolutely abysmal against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday, uh, and then you have the Cardinals who uh, played very well and beat the Dallas Cowboys, a team that a lot of a lot of people in the power rankings had number one. The Cardinals manhandled the Cowboys. And then we have the Seahawks in Paycor Stadium. So, um, you know, some winnable games, Mon. And, and like you said, if this team can be four and two going into the bye and Joe Burrow has a week off of that leg, man, oh, man, we could come out roaring uh, the second half of the season and
1: get back to where we need to be. Yeah, I, um, I hated seeing the Titans look as bad as they did yesterday because – They got a hell of a football coach. They're going to be back at home. I don't expect them to play as bad as they did against the Browns. Cincinnati matches up really well against them. I think um, you know, I think Stafford is a better player than Tannehill. Tannehill's probably a little Mm -hmm. bit better of an athlete, but he's not the athlete that he was. You know, we're not going to go up against a Lamar, somebody that sort of frustrates the Bengals with their athleticism. Uh, Of course, they got that great running game there. One game at a time. We just got to take care of business. Let's get the four and two, three and three. I'll take that, (laughs) but 4-2 would be sweet. The Cardinals played really well. I watched most of that game yesterday. They got a lot of athletes there, but so do the Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to get better every week, Jake, and we'll talk more about the Titans later in the week.
0: Well, before we get out of here, Mon, let's just real quick, once again, congratulations to two of our favorite players of all time, Boomer Esiason, and Chad Ochocinco Johnson, what an incredible night for those guys! I wish we could have been there to see it live, but uh, it just looked—it was just awesome, right? I mean, everybody's there for for those guys, and and uh, watching Ken Anderson give the jacket to Boomer, and watching Willie give it to Chad—just incredible, man. The kudos again to the Bengals front office. For starting to bring back these alumni and getting them more involved. And, and it's just incredible to see. Uh, you love to see it. Hoosh was there, Marvin was there, uh, Pac Man was there. Uh, just a, a packed house full of, of past Bengals coming out to celebrate with these guys. And I love Mon. I love when they did the ruler of the jungle. And Chad comes out in Jamar's jersey. Boomer comes out in Joe Burrow's jersey. I just love it, Lon. I-, I love those guys. Congratulations to them. It's just awesome.
1: Yeah, I, it's great to see them too get in there. You know, they both made the Bengals cool, but all the other players that came in to celebrate with them, Tara Lowens was here also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was really cool to see. And, uh, Yeah. Kudos to the Bengals for uh, doing that. The fans love it. The players love it. I can't wait to read all the stuff on bengals.com. They're going to chronicle it very well. But man, what a night. And uh, it's just fun to be a Bengal fan. It's always fun to win. Man, we just got to keep on getting better. We just got to keep on getting better. And uh, it's going to be – you know it's a long season, man. There's a lot of good good games coming up. I mean – Jake, I'm just going to say this. You know, I know you wished it into existence. The Colts beating the the Ravens. I think they're eight point underdogs. And I'm going to tell you, any any given Sunday, any given Sunday, there is no easy game in football. There is no easy game in the NFL. And just take one game at a time. 14 more to go. We got a long way to go.
0: Long way to go. And again, we saw we saw a lot of. A lot of uh, uh, very common things that we've seen over the last two years, right? We, we saw a defense go out and carry a struggling offense. We saw a defense getting to the quarterback and turning the ball over and giving the offense good field position that's struggling. We saw Jamar Chase break through tonight. We saw Joe Mixon starting to run the football downhill. So we've seen a lot of things very reminiscent to these last two years that got us to the AFC championship. Hopefully, like you said, the Bengals just got to take it one game at a time and keep this thing rolling. And hopefully we can get to that bye and get Joe a little bit healthier because, man, oh, man, when when Joe Burrow is running around that pocket and he's under center and he can run play action, it's going to change the entire offense 100%.
1: Absolutely. And as we mentioned earlier on, earlier broadcast, a lot of young players playing a lot of snaps on defense. They're going to get better each week. Nick Scott, new to the Bengals, Dax Hill, second-year player. DJ Turner playing a lot. Cam Taylor-Britt's only a second-year player. A lot of young players back there are going to get better and better. On offense, Volson's going to get better You know, these guys, uh, you know, uh, your tight end, uh, Hudson's going to get better and play. I I think I could see him getting called up to the active roster permanently. Mm -hmm. A lot of young guys playing a lot of snaps, uh, Charlie Jones, Yoshivas, they're all going to improve. Every single one of them. It's going to be a fun
0: season. All right. Well, that is another edition of the Bengals Pulse. As always, guys, if you like this podcast, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this podcast Make sure you check us out on all the awesome podcast platforms: Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. As always, if you like this podcast, give Mon and I that five star review. We very much appreciate that. Follow him on Twitter at the Follow me on Twitter at Coach Jake Owens Nine. Follow the Bengals Pulse on Twitter at Bengals underscore Pulse Nine on Instagram. The same without the at Bengals underscore Pulse Nine. Just what the doctor ordered, Mon, a win, a Bengals victory. As always, check out all the awesome podcasts right here on the Cincinnati Podcast (laughs) Network. He is Mon. I am Jake. Hootay, Bengal fans. We will see you later on in the week.